This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hello to everybody who's joining us. Thank you so much. Brought to you as always by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. Mm -hmm. I am your host, Reese, and with me is my main man, Jason. Wow. Yeah. That's the nicest intro I've ever had. I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna slam you, but you know what? It's a new year. New year. It's a new year. It's a chance for new beginnings. Yeah. Even for you. I like it. So uh, we're gonna jump in. So of course, uh, happy new year to everybody. We hope you had a wonderful holiday. Got to spend some time with your family and friends. Maybe you had a good time on New Year's Eve. I know we sure did. Still paying the price for that a little bit. Turns out you don't recover as quickly. Yeah. But uh, had a really good time, and we hope that uh, the new year is a prosperous and healthy one for you and your family. Thank you very much for being with us on this journey so far. 2018 was a was a good year. Had some challenges, but predominantly it was a really good year for the company, and uh, none of it would be possible without all of you. So. Thank you very much, and we look forward to spending 2019 with you as well. So let's talk about our hobby resolutions for 2019. Um, I put up a post over at uh, FrontlineGaming.org if you want to go jump in and share what your hobby aspirations are for this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like you know, besides the normal stuff, personally, get back in better shape Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Um, You know, continue to to push the company forward and 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 those kind of like you know more mundane goals that we all have. For hobby-related stuff, I decided uh, I really want to commit to finishing my Beast of Chaos army. Mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of fun painting them. Haven't played it yet because I just don't have enough stuff. But uh, I recently just picked up um, the Start Collecting Beast of Chaos box. Mm-hmm. And it has like Best of Gores and all kinds of Ungores and good stuff in it. I got the uh, Herdstone. Mm-hmm. I, got, I managed to get my hands on some Syntagores. And I uh, wanted to say a big thank you to Andrew. Uh, Andrew gave me 40 Ungors. Nice. Yeah, he had them from his army. They're just they're assembled and unpainted. I was like, he even took them off the square bases for me. That was nice. really really nice. So I was sitting on like 60 Ungors and like a Bestagore. And, uh, in the secondhand shop, there's some um, uh, Dragon Ogres, and I'm like, and they're painted. Mm. I am so tempted to go <laughs> grab them. I might give in. Um, I was going to see if somebody else wanted to buy them first, but uh, I'm getting close. I'm almost there to where I have a full army. And uh, I'm really excited to actually play the army because I haven't even played it yet. Uh, and then further, I wanted to uh, finish my Footdar because after chapter approved, my list went down like 200 points. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's always been one of my all-time favorite armies to play. I think they're really, really strong now with the, the points adjustments after chapter approved. So I'd like to get some paint on those, get them the units that I added uh, painted so I can play it. I do want to finish a couple of my uh, Tyranid big monsters. I've been sitting on my shelf half painted for like three years. Mm-hmm. So I figured I should get those guys done. And then lastly, I wanted to expand my Astra Militarum army. You've been playing it more than I have lately. Uh, because as Jason and I both noticed, after chapter approved, playing mechanized guard works really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the kind of style of play I enjoy more. And uh, I wanted to, to add in some more veterans and fun stuff to be able to, to expand that out and go full mechanized with like uh, three units of 10 vets, with shotguns, make them look really cool. So that's it for me. Those are the, I think that's a pretty pretty realistic goal to get done in the year what about you buddy yeah i'm gonna try to keep mine as realistic as possible for me so i don't know i'd like to 
participate on the leagues throughout the year yeah. and actually play all the games. I think that's a, a good goal for me. And then to maybe get my own army. Yeah. Instead of just borrowing all my yeah. stuff all the time. Because I, I, after 7th edition, I got rid of all my stuff yeah. um, when I, I effectively quit the hobby. So um, I've been using people's armies. I have a bunch of stuff of my own that's just gray. I haven't done anything to it other than assemble it. So um, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm still kind of closing in on my final list, what I really want to do for the year, but I'm pretty close. And um, but yeah. You, you've been winning your games recently with the... Uh... I have been. The yeah. Catachans and Castellan list, which you right. know, news at eleven, right? That's a good army. Castellan's good. The Castellan's yeah. really good, but you, your army is really solid, and it's got some unique elements to it. Like yeah. you're taking the Chimera, um, the mechanized guard, yeah. and it's been working really well for you. Um, and I, I have been too. So mm -hmm. uh, I think you should just focus on getting that army painted, and you'll oh, yeah. be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I have all the the elements down. It's just a couple of tweaks here and there, but yeah, mostly I just want to like, you know, participate more. In like local tournaments, yep. um, the leagues here, which we're we're very lucky in San Diego to have a league that has, you know, seventy plus. It's people almost in it. seventy people. A yeah. lot of yeah, so it's it's easy um, to get into these these kinds of things. So that's it. Just be be more involved, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's a really good goal. And then for anybody who does live in the area, if you're curious, the next league starts in February, mm -hmm. so it'll be after the LVO. Um, they they turn over pretty quickly. You play six games. Mm -hmm. um, you can play them anywhere. A lot of people have been coming in and playing here at Frontline Gaming actually. To get their league games in, obviously that's where we play because we're here all the dang time. But um, it's a lot of fun. I'm hoping we can get an Age of Sigmar league going here too. That'd be I know cool. it would be fun, right? Like, cause it, 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 like you said, like it motivates you to get your games in. Yeah. Um, we met a bunch like of new people. One or two pods, but with AOS at the beginning, yeah. Um, this league has been going for a while and it's grown quite big. Mm -hmm. And a huge shout out to Keith and Yu Yao and Coop Juice. They're the ones that run it. They do a great job. Cooper always does the power rankings. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. He makes fun of everybody. <laughs> always ranks himself number one, even when he's losing his games. It's yeah. really it's fun. Um, so if you are if you're curious to join, uh, it's a really great group of people who participate in it. Can't recommend it enough. And we just joined our league to their league because theirs was bigger and it was the exact same format. We're like, why, why, why not? Mm -hmm. Why not just team up? See, I would really like to see us get an Age, uh, Age of Sigmar league going too. Um, Maybe we could jump in and take a leadership role on that one and get the ball rolling. But uh, with you know working on my army, I want to play it. And we've got a regular people, a group of people that come to Frontline on Wednesday nights to do Age of Sigmar hobby time, and uh, it's fun. But just like we might as well take the next step and get you know mm -hmm. get some people playing. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. And speaking of which, there is an Age of Sigmar tournament coming up locally Ooh. here on I believe the fifth. Uh, which is this coming weekend. So if you're curious to uh, jump in and play, uh, hit up Scott Reed, and uh, he is the TO for that. So uh, we'll get more information as soon as we have it, but that is coming up uh, this weekend, so that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's some really good, realistic um, hobby mm -hmm. uh, goals for the new year. Uh, we'll see if I can hit all mine, but uh, I will for sure at least finish my Beast of Chaos Army because uh, I've been working on that steadily, and it's been nice to see the progress. And it's really easy to paint those models and make them look good, too. Like, I'm just speed painting them, and they look great. Um, why don't we go on to the next topic, if you want to scroll down there, bud. So, GW uh, put up an article on the Warhammer community page talking about, you know, the top 10 things to be excited about for 2019. And there's some really, really cool stuff that they showed off. First and foremost are the uh, new Gene Sealer Colt models, which easily some of the coolest models I've seen. Like, they're so... Good showing off the dirt bike, uh, the dirt, dirt bike characters, and um, god, it looks so good, man. It just has such a Mad Max 
under Thunderdome mm-hmm. kind of feel to it. I love it. Like it makes me want to play Gene Sealer Cole just to like get these models. Um, and then they're showing off the, the, I can't remember what this gentleman's name is, but he's the one who's looking at the map. It's actually GWHQ mm-hmm. um, that they, they put on there, which was kind of a cool little tip of the hat. But uh, Gene Sealer Cole is something that's going to be really exciting. Um, I think everybody out there has been waiting for it. It's going to be the last codex to be released uh, of everything that was in the index. Uh, well, some people are going to be like, well, Inquisition. I'm like, yeah, but you know, they yeah. haven't really ever had a codex, nah. really. Not since like, uh, got what, third edition? And they it's, had the Inquisition. It's a shame because Inquisitors used to be really badass. I mean, like, they used to add bad. a lot to, to the game. Eh. I think the really key with Inquisitors is that they make you leadership 10, I believe. So especially if you're playing like guard or something like that, like it's not a bad idea to take a look at putting an Inquisitor in your army. The real the real problem is, is the way that the Force War chart works now. But if you did want to make it work, uh, making Guardsman Leadership 10 is really useful, right? Like uh, especially the way most people play it with a bunch of 10-man units, it makes it so that you're basically not going to have to worry about morale. Um, really, really useful ability. Uh, is it worth it to find the points? and to squeeze it into your, your list. You know, it's up to each individual, but you know, I don't think they're terrible, but I would like to see them come back with some more cool, fun stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, like Inquisition aside, right? Gene Sealer Colt's like the last major codex we're waiting on. Um, I can tell you emphatically, they're really, really strong. Um, we'll be curious to see what the community does with it when they get their hands on it. But uh, in my opinion, that codex is Going to be well worth the wait, um, and I think it's going to really shake up the competitive meta. It's it's very strong, so yeah, we'll see. But the the new yeah. models, at the very least, are absolutely gorgeous. yeah. It's a super like interesting and unique faction in terms of the models. Like yeah. it's kind of like all over the place. You have guys on dirt bikes, you have mutants, you have you know actual gene stealers. You have yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. A, it's a cool army. You know? It is. It's, it's just. It's. It's kind of like an Age of Sigmar army in 40k. Yeah, I guess. But it, it always makes me think of Total Recall, right? Like it always makes me think of Total Recall with the yeah. the, the people on Mars that are fighting back and they're like mutated and all this stuff. Yeah. Um. I, I dig it. So very excited for that. And uh, the next uh, big release for 40k, or at least in the 40k universe, is a continuation or expansion to uh, Warhammer Quest Blackstone Fortress. So this is a really cool game. It's a legacy game. Um, as you play it, you unlock things. And it's been uh, quite a hit. Uh, just so on a, as a board game on its own merits, it's getting really good reviews. So GW is saying that uh, there's a new expansion coming out, new models. Uh, they specifically said if you thought that Iron Man, the robot, was cool, then you haven't seen anything yet. Mm. So very exciting. Uh, the miniatures in there were absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And as I said, the game is getting really, really good reviews. So... It's cool because it's like uh, a lot of the games out there that are really popular right now, like Gloomhaven, um, you know, games like that, those legacy games that they, they build, the game kind of builds itself as you go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you hit milestones in the game, you open up an envelope and it's cool that the CGW jump into that uh, sphere because a lot of these other board games have felt like they've been kind of maybe fire and forget, you know, like like the game like the game that came out for the night, Renegade Knights or whatever, right. or Speed Freaks. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm sure they're really fun, but this this feels like a real board game, right? like one you would go buy just because it's cool on its own there. Yeah, not just to sell models. Yeah. yeah, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it's cool that they're giving us box sets that are a good deal and that you can play a game with them if you so choose. But this feels like this this could go toe-to-toe with, you know, some of the other major board games out there right now. So very cool to see the expansion. And, of course, I'd be lying if I didn't say that uh, I'm more excited to see the new models. 
because the right. models in Blackstone Fortress were so awesome, mm -hmm. especially the Chaos Lord with the Thunderhammer. Yeah. Why did it take so long? Or Chaos to get Guard. That? We finally have Chaos Guard. I don't know how yeah. many guards been coming in. I don't think it's that many. I think it's a unit of ten, if I remember yeah. correctly. I, I could be wrong. But to do a whole army of Chaos Guard, this would look pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be yeah. badass. So very, very cool. Can't wait to see what they have in store for the next edition or the next version of Blackstone Fortress. Also, uh, more Kill Team's offerings on the way. Kill Team, of course, is the skirmish level 40k game. It's gone bananas. Like, you, they are always sold out of Kill Team stuff. It's really annoying as retailers because we can barely ever get our hands on it. But it's cool because it just shows how popular the game is. Um, very different mechanics. Uh, it's not an I go, you go system. It's kind of like you alternate mm -hmm. actions. I, I feel like there's a little bit of like inspiration taken from games like Malifo and such in there. Very cool game, um, mega popular. It's a really, really good way to get people into 40K. And uh, it's turned out to be really popular at tournaments as well. Our uh, Kill Team event at LVO is up to like 40 something people. Nice. Yeah, really cool. So uh, excited to see more of what uh, they have in store for us, right? Um, can only be can only be pretty cool. I don't yeah, really I'm, have anything I'm assuming, else to say. I mean, one. Kill Team, I'm assuming they're, they're gonna keep adding different support elements to it. So like they added the commanders in. Yeah. They'll probably start adding in things like a heavy support choice. You know, Elites. you can bring you can bring like a walker or you can bring you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That that's what I would assume because it's it's also a good way for them to sell little box sets and stuff. So Yeah. And the terrain is badass. Mm -hmm. We're in the middle of GW was generous enough to give us a bunch of the new really cool ruins yeah. for the LVO, which if you're listening, thank you very, very much. That's yeah. extremely appreciated. Um but holy cow. Each one of the big buildings, I've we've yet to see someone build one in under two and a half hours. Yeah, they're massive. It's a big it kit. You can, so you can make long. a lot of small buildings. You can make really big buildings. Um, I mean, I'm looking at them off camera right now. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of good variety with it, and they all look great. They look, they're beautiful. Well, I mean, they're well worth the money. But like they 100%. take forever to build. Yeah. And if you're just making some for your table at home, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But when you have like, you know, the crazy volume of stuff that we're making, yeah. oh man, like we've got to throw a big shout out to our friend Jose, mm -hmm. who's been coming in on his free time and helping build stuff, which thank you so much. Uh, and anybody that's come in over the weekend and all that to help uh, build the terrain, we really, really appreciate it. It literally would not get done uh, if we didn't have volunteer help. So yeah. And we're only about four weeks away from when we need to be done. <laughs> from when we, we and need to be packed up. Yeah. Which is about a week ahead of the, the actual event. It's crazy. Like, Can't believe it. Around the camera, like right around the camera, it's like <clears throat> literally piles of terrain uh, mm -hmm. taller than a person. You're breaking the illusion. I know. That we're in a studio. Yeah. Well, we are in a studio, but it's been like creeping, mm -hmm. like just mountains of terrain just everywhere, everywhere. So, <sighs> got to start uh, kicking it into high gear. I sense long, 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 long days ahead of me from now until the event. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, back on to the announcements. Uh, a continuation of the War for Vigilus storyline mm -hmm. uh, promised by G-Dub. That's really cool. So far, the Vigilus books have been extremely exciting. There's lots of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. The specialist attachments that came out, no, they're not formations. Um, right. A lot of people were worried about that. We were going to go back to 7th edition. Not free points. Mm -hmm. Not free. Use command points. Yeah. yeah. And what they are, the thematic uh, detachments that let you do something cool. Like, you've yeah. been using the... I've been uh, using the artillery one, which is really... <laughs> It's really good. Yeah. It's really, it's, yeah. It's too, it's, I don't know. I feel bad sometimes using it, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, I've been happy with it. They, and they have a couple good ones too. They have the, like a, the cool thing is that they're bringing back like thematic 
things that used to be part of the game in previous editions, right? So like they brought back like the Armored Fist Company, which is like transported infantry squads in Chimeras, which you didn't see in 8th edition. Yeah. Um, or uh, like the Artillery Company, which I've been using, or there's even a foot one for, for hordes of, of guard infantry. And that's only the guard. You know, the Windrider host is back. Um, uh, the Sword Brethren are yeah. back for Black Templar. So if you remember, Sword Brethren used to be a unit for Black Templar, got removed for 8th edition uh, for streamlining purposes. Uh, but now you're back. Now, if you like, you spent all these years like individually customizing your Black Templars. Cool, you got your unit back. Yeah, just from this one book. So I love them. I think they're great. And uh, I, unlike in Seventh Edition with the formations, which they they dominated the game. Mm -hmm. Like the game was, what formation are you taking? <clears throat> um, and they were giving away all this free stuff. And it was just, it really is, in my opinion, is what made the game go off the rails at the end, especially with the insanely ridiculously powerful psychic powers that came out and it just sucked the fun out of the game and we mm -hmm. you know thankfully that corrected course and these are definitely not that right yeah. I, I think that they only add to the game um and some of them are really cool like the wraith host mm -hmm. it makes uh wraith guard which have been moderately popular it makes them like really really appealing now to make a whole wraith host army for Eandon. like I, I i happen to play a list like that myself and yeah you don't just see him really with uh, an ari yeah which is the Right now, kind of what you see them in lists of for yeah. good reasons. Well, Yunari are just like the the core yeah. for the core fundamental mechanic of Yunari was flawed from the word go. Mm -hmm. When it's been nerfed three times mm -hmm. and it's still the best army in the game, like by win ratio, mm -hmm. um, that's problematic, right? Like the the, yeah. the basic idea of having more actions than your opponent mm -hmm. in a game with limited actions is just flawed, right? And like, I know a lot of other people bring up, well, you know, a lot of factions with the codex can shoot twice or whatever. Yeah, you, you can, but you're spending a ton of CP to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like a given. It's not something you're doing every turn. Yeah. Um, God, that devil move thing. Yeah. I was talking to you earlier this week about it. It always catches me off guard. Yeah. Where somebody will do something and like, I'm like, if I just survive this assault, I'm okay. Yeah. And then you survive and you're like inwardly, you don't celebrate, but inwardly you're like, yes. And then they're like two CP strike again. again. You're like, no. and they wipe you out, and you're like, oh, I forgot. How did I forget about that yeah. every time? I know. I know. And everyone has the ability. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my little rant. Although to be fair, in my in my league game I played last week against uh, my opponent Sean, who was really really cool dude. Very nice to meet you. Had a great game. My smash captain went into the demon prince. Sean came in and got just one, two, three. He did knocked out he by did, the frontline crew. Yeah, but he's he's yeah. still getting back into the game. He's relatively right. and he's a good list. Relatively newish. But yeah, my, the Demon Prince was just laughing. My Smash Captain swung eight times. I hit twice. I was yeah. like, way to go, dummy. Like, yeah. damn it. So he, he did not win that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Me too, Smash Captain. Mm. I just burned those CP for nothing. Uh, and anyway, on to the next and most exciting announcement for 40K. And the most vague, I would say. Well, they, we're getting a. This is the first time we've seen a whole model. That's, I mean, that's kind of ballsy on their part by actually announcing this. It's a Plastic Sisters of Battle. And the the model that we've got so far uh, looks amazing, right? Yeah, it's a three yeah. it's a it's a three uh, D design, yeah. but uh, it's a it's a battle sister. I don't think it's anything special. I think it's just a regular sister, mm -hmm. and she looks phenomenal, right? Like that is such a beautiful sculpt. Um, and then we've seen some of the other new stuff. They've been showing little bits and pieces like yeah. helmets or uh, some from some of the new Seraphon and all that yeah. stuff that they've been a showing. Of, a lot of art. Yeah, concepts that they've been floating about. Um, a lot of 3D renders. I just, I mean, that's pretty. Because now they have to go through with it. 
Well, they were going to go through with it anyway. But you know what I mean. Like by saying like we are doing plastic sisters. If something happens, they know just the uproar. Uh, I actually kind of want that. Yeah, it's just of course the, you uh, the gnashing of teeth. It's because you are a natural born troll, sir. The thing that's been interesting with the sisters release though is that every time they put up concepts of artwork and whatnot, you get like hundreds of people commenting about how it doesn't look good. It's not what they had been. What? You get the idiots. The yeah. one guy's like, she's got bigger boobs. Or, or like, something. oh, like, oh their faces God. are so manly. Yeah, or their face is too man. And you're like, what the, dude, like, <laughs> come on. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's fantastic, though. To read. I just, like, some of the comments just, the, yeah. the, just it brings out the turds in our community. <laughs> like, I wish there was a lot. Thanks, you guys. Know. You're really making us look bad yeah. here. But, I mean, that's when that comes out. And, man, I have fingers crossed that it's not just sisters. Like, they do, like, an ecclesiarchy. Um, what is it? The Adeptus Ministorum. Um, that's the right one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Ministorum is the, the Ecclesiarchy. It's right? the branch of yeah, the okay. church. Yeah. Um, I was hoping I wasn't getting it. What's the one that's the, uh, the, the, um, the, the bookkeepers. Those oh <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the I can't remember. Yeah, it's anyways, I was, okay. Yes. So I'm getting off on a tangent, but I really hope that, um, they come out with just like, cause if you remember way back in the day, they used to have, um, uh, they weren't cultists. They were like um, pilgrims no, they, or like yeah, uh, the sisters yeah. repentia. Or no, they had like they had like um, like guys that were like they're like uh, no militia. Yeah, remember these had militia and the guys had like clubs and stuff and they'd come. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they'd have like a, a stick with like a, a nail in it. I hope they bring those back with like preachers. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Anyways, I, I'm really excited. Plastic sisters. I mean, sisters came out in second edition. Yeah. And we have the same models that we did then. Like it's we do. It's been the same line. You know, it's funny too because the sisters, the second edition sisters codex came out like three months before they rolled into third edition. <laughs> it was, I think it was even less than that. I think it was like a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then the, the change from second to third was a totally different game. Mm-hmm. Completely changed. I was like, oof, that didn't, that didn't please people. Yeah. Uh, but on the Age of Sigmar side of things, uh, to look forward to in 2019, of course, we have the Gloom Spite Gits about to come out. Yeah. And we'll talk about that more in depth in the next segment. Uh, we also have new Shadespire Warbands. These look so awesome. The Godsworn Hunt. Mm-hmm. Like, if they come out with a... If they make this a faction, like all these Conan-looking mm-hmm. people, I'm on board all the way. Because it looks like the Dark Oath Chieftain, the Dark Oath... Um, the, the, mm-hmm. the girl, I can't remember her name, was the Chief... I know you're talking about. Yeah, like, the, the, the single kit um, character. And then, of course, the, um, the Dark Oath Warrior from... Uh, uh, the board game, mm-hmm. uh, Silver Tower. Like, if they keep coming out with these, like, I am all the way on board. They look like Sumerians. Like, I feel like I'm like, yeah, man, this is like an army of, like, Conan people. Yeah, so this would be, these would be, like, chaos followers that aren't, like, yeah. the, the chaos um, knights and stuff like that. These I, are just dark humans. Yeah, the yeah. Dark Oath war. They're, like, yeah. they're barbarian clans right. in, the, in the lore. But I think that th- this appeals to me way more than the Blood Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get me wrong, the Blood Warrior models are amazing. They look so good, but like I way more am drawn drawn to this. Like that, I just love it. And they have a big dog and everything. <laughs> like yeah. I'm super into it. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if they come out. If this is just for Shadespire, right. maybe eventually they'll come out with like a, a, a sub faction of Chaos, uh, the Barbarian Hordes, or what you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I dig it. I think they look really, really cool. Um, yeah, and these, then, these humans compared to the, the, the ones that were t- ported over from uh, the free, the free guilds. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the pantaloons and no shoes. Yeah. And, yeah. Hey, I yeah. still love my free guild. That's true. My free peoples. Um, 
they're still really, really powerful in the game too. But uh, and then of course you've got them. I got it's called like Mogoth's dudes. It's like a it's a warband made up of like weird little magical creatures and a troll, and they've all been mutated. Yeah. Of, of course, this is, this is in line with the Gloom Spite mm-hmm. kits, and uh, it, it looks really cool. It's not it's not totally yeah. to my taste, you know. That's not my first. It wouldn't be my first pick, mm-hmm. but they're really really good models, and uh, they look. It looks cool. Like it has a little bit of a whimsical flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting if you play Shadespire. Of course, also really big news. This was a big question mark for quite a while. Slanesh is on the way to the Mortal Realms. And it was kind of not really known which direction they were going to go with the Dark Prince. It seemed like they might have been trying to phase him out. Uh, it should have seemed like for a little while. It did, but... And it maybe it was something at the time. But they were like, man, we probably shouldn't have this thing in our kids' game. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it, I, I understand the logic. Like it is very sexually themed. Mm. Uh, even though as an adult, you can totally enjoy that as you know for what it is. But mm-hmm. it is a little intimidating for kids. You know what I mean? Like, but uh, it's such an intrinsic part of the game and the universe that I think it would have been a really bad call to back away from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad they kept it. Whatever happened there? So at one point, they were like, "Oh, the horned rat's a new chaos god," and then that seems to have kind of just like we're well, not doing that. <laughs> The, the horn rat is still in Let's the, the pantheon, yeah, yeah, but um, it's kind of like a, he's more of like a Nurgle like buddy. But it like seemed like it seemed like they were trying to set that up, and, and they're they're saying yeah. that, that was going to happen if you look at the the very first book that came out for Age of Sigmar all those years ago. Yeah. Um, but since then, it seems that they were just like, eh, forget Sna- that we wrote. Slash is back. Forget that we wrote that. Slash is back. I know when people were saying like, oh man, they're going soft on us. They're not going to do it. And then they came out um, with that new Slanesh yeah. Herald. It's like playing a harp made out of a guy's back. I was yeah. like, oh gosh. And then hopefully, I mean, if, if they do a big Slanesh release, which it seems like they're gearing up towards because they have all these new models that are coming out with the new Godsworn. Or what is it? Is it what's the name of the the new box set that just came out with the corn and the, and the demons? Oh, the uh, Wrath and Rapture. Wrath and Rapture. Yeah. If Because uh, in the lore right now, Slanesh... Uh, Tyrion and uh, Teslas. Teclas. Uh, are um, hopefully it has them come back in, and then you see that their elves, their version of the elves. That would be because that's what they're off awesome. doing. They were off, yeah. um, you know, capturing Slanesh and, and getting the souls out of Slanesh. So that would be kind of cool to see another elf faction. Um, and I think that then then we'd only have the dark elf faction left after that. Yeah, well, right what, now we have the, the wood elves. elves. We don't really Which, have well, them. Well, Elariel's version of the elves we have. No, she, remember, no remember, they're just the dryads and stuff, though. No, but remember, they, so, those are their versions. And, and uh, Teclas, his version of the elves is the Deepkin. It was. And then he was like, ooh, I messed Oops, up. Yeah. Tried to but that smother was his, him in the crib. That was his shot. Uh, so then we have Tyrion left, and then yeah. we have uh, Malekith left. Yeah, and Malekith is fused with Malari- his dragon. He's now called, is he called, yeah, he's called Malekith now, or is he Malarian? I can't remember. Whatever. But he fused with his dragon so we, to we become still have two like more, the god. two more yeah. incarnations of elves that will we'll see. see. I'm really hoping that they do come out with Wanderers, though, which is what they call Wood Elves now, and they're still in the they lore. They said that Alariel didn't get it. She only got um, a very small amount of souls because she didn't help. 100% with getting right capturing slanesh that's what happened but the, the wanderers are still in the lore like they're in they yeah. live in this the, with the free people yeah but they're kind of just like I don't know they're like I, specialist troops that's my favorite I would love to see more yeah. love come that way for the right. wood elves but you know who, well, I mean who, well yeah really who knows I mean who nobody saw the goblin thing coming out no and we'll talk about that more later yeah. but wow that looks cool uh, so uh, another news too continuation of the soul wars storyline which uh, if you haven't been paying attention Nagash is pissed Back. Everyone's taking his souls, and he is not going to stand for it. So he has started a big war, mm. and he is kicking some butt. 
So yeah. that's where we're at with the uh, Age of Sigmar storyline. Yeah. And again, it is really cool to see them fleshing out the backstory because yeah. it didn't really have one. It was just no. kind of like there's some dudes and they're fighting. And there's, magical, there's magical <laughs> existences. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they announced that there will be more endless spells coming as well. That's which a, That's the hotness, man. I don't know. Everyone loves that. I think everyone just likes the little miniatures that come out. It, it, it's cool. It's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fun to have like crazy, you know, like for uh, from a beast of chaos with a giant brass flaming bowl running across there. I wonder what they're going to do for like Nurgle man, spells. Just a booger? It's just like a, a, poop? a turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says like, like a fart. <laughs> it's a pimple. Oh, oh that'd be great. Uh, oh, so Debbie's listening. I'm sure someone's writing notes now. They are. They are. <laughs> the guys at Frontline did it again. They'll use some sort of alliteration <laughs> to name it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. Uh, so the Gloom Spike gets are coming up for pre-order this weekend. That's very exciting. It's a brand brand new. That was a sneaker too. It's not. A, I went. Yeah. Well, that's that was, was very apropos. There was no, They're sneaky. There was no previews. Like there was no leaks or anything. All, All of a sudden, sudden it was. Like you, did you ask for goblins? And we're like, no. And they're like, here you go. <laughs> well, well, here you go. Well, they have been hinting at yeah. they have been hinting at it, but uh, as we've gotten more information, yeah, uh, it turns out it's not just the Moon Clan Grots or Night Goblins as they used to be called. Yeah, it's um, uh, Spider Fang Grots. Yes, all used to be known as uh, Forest Goblins, mm -hmm. uh, the Moon Clan Grots, and Tragos. So it's really cool, Which much like ogres. the Beasts of Chaos yeah. um, trolls, actually. Oh, yeah, trolls. That's yeah. right. There's a difference. Yeah. It. yeah. Uh, TM. <laughs> Trogos TM. Uh, yeah. And as we saw with the uh, Beast of Chaos, they're taking a lot of factions that were these little mini factions that were really annoying and difficult to write a list. And mm -hmm. Which is I'm, good. I'm, I'm really glad yeah. they're combining them together because like, just as with Beast of Chaos, it was like, why is my faction split up into like four different factions? Like with right. free peoples too, I'm like... Why do I have like order, order three different mini factions? Like, like I can't even take some of this stuff because the way the game works, you can only have one ally with yeah. 400 points. And it's like, okay, well, I literally can't take some of the stuff I would because it, right. it just, there's not enough stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was a little annoying, but I'm really glad to see that they're combining them back into like more recognizable factions. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's really cool that we're gonna have the Spider Fang Grots, the Moon Clan Grots, and the Tragos. Plus, some of these new models that they're coming out with are just so good. Yeah. There's a lot of new kids. There's, there's a lot. They have so much character. Yeah. Like they're so funny. Like the new, <laughs> the new. Yeah, I know the guy's getting eaten by the squig. Um, so like we'll we'll just zip through these from top to bottom. Sure. We've got a new. Um, zip real quick. We've got new uh, uh, fanatics. Uh -huh. Fanatics are fun. They've been in the game forever. They've always been a really iconic part of the Warhammer universe. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, fanatics, they drink some like crazy mushroom, like magic mushroom brew. Mm -hmm. And it makes them go bananas. And then they shoot out of a unit swinging around a, a giant ball. Yeah. And they've always been really powerful in uh, in the game. And they go spinning out like a madman. Yeah. You never know where they're going to go. Sometimes they hit you. Sometimes they hit your opponent. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's always fun. Uh, so that's that's really, really cool. And then we've got new squigs with squig herders. Uh, which again, is cool. And they have a little guy with like the, the bagpipe, which is a squig. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, a squig pipe. <laughs> And then this little guy is getting yeah. chomped on by him. And they're yeah. just fun. There's like it's a lot of like lightheartedness that have always been a part of the goblins. Right. These dice don't ever use these dice if you play me. Don't. I will be triggered. These will not work, by don't the way. Work. They're not gonna work. It's the same as those Nurgle ones that came out that yeah. were all weird shaped. Oh my yeah. god. I mean they look cool, but please don't ever use those if you play against me. Yeah. I will lose my mind. Uh but they're very cool thematic dice. Yeah. Uh, then we got Squig Knights, Squig Riders, which are yeah. 
hilarious. This so reminds me of um, Labyrinth. What do you think those base are? Do you think those are thirty twos or twenty fives? They look like thirty twos. Okay, it might even be forties. Okay, uh, they're, 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 I would imagine they're probably forty mil. Right. But uh, doesn't that remind you of um, of uh, Labyrinth? Maybe I haven't really oh watched this since I was a kid. So. A little game joust, yeah, that would totally work. But really cool. And then um, I can't remember this guy's name. He's like the head honcho He's of the, the goblins. Yeah. His name's like the Loon King, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, his whole thing is that he tries to determine where the bad moon is going to appear yeah. so that he can speak to it. And he wants to bring endless uh, night to the to the realms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the spider fling grots think that if they can ever find the bad moon, it'll like shoot spiders over the whole realms. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they think it's, um, I mean, we can go into lore in a second if you want, but. Uh, yeah, they think it's a giant egg sack. Yeah. Right. So pretty cool. And then we have some endless spells for the um, Gloomspite Gits. Mm-hmm. Very in keeping with what you would expect. You got some like spiders and whatnot. And then this is something they've been doing with every release so far right. is they've been releasing a terrain kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Age of Sigmar, a lot of time this terrain kit's uh, free. Yeah. It doesn't cost any points. With the Beast of Chaos, it's super strong. Um, and we don't know the rules yet, but it's a very cool looking, like, fungusy cave yeah. thing, which fits the, the theme very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, really, really cool. And then we also have what I think is the just one of the coolest models I've seen in a long time. It's the new Trogoth King. I can't remember exactly what his name was. Do you recall? It's not a, it's not a, um, they're just big models. They're, they're not like characters. No, this guy is a, he's, they keep saying he's gigantic. Like he's Yeah, well, he's, he is big. He's like, I don't know if he's the size of a giant. He might be. I would imagine he is. I keep going on and on about how gigantic yeah. the kid and is. He's going to have different versions that you can use, but it looks, I mean. The model's brilliant. Yes. I love it. Very out of their normal aesthetic. Yeah. It, it's, and it's, then. It's, it's, it, there's a little privateer pressing. It's got a little bit of a, almost a wow yeah. feel to it, right? Like it's a little cartoony, mm-hmm. but I, I like it. I like it a lot. Like yeah. it's a very modern aesthetic and I think it looks amazing. Um, so really, really cool. Uh, we got some, um, I can't remember what these guys, they're like little squig sniffers and they're looking around for mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, they're great. Um, really cool model. And then uh, the rock gut, Tragos. Yeah. Who, again, they have, they share that aesthetic as the big guy. Um, with that kind of like elongated arms, right. kind of like a cartoony feel. Again, it reminds me so much of Jim Hansen. These are the ones that are going to replace the current Raka Tragos, yeah. which are the old, the old they, ones from the '90s. They hold yeah. up though. The the, the yeah. ones that they have now are still really cool models, but these yeah. are just so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a, a, a <clears throat> combat character. I can't. He's like a, a loon. Yeah, he's supposed to go something. with the um, the normal yeah. uh, night goblins. And yeah, he he runs around with his little slicer. Uh, pretty cool model, and then yeah. they've redone the Mangler Squigs, which is awesome. It's a huge kit. It's yeah. going to be um, you can put a character on it. It's you gonna, can. It's going to be a mount. Yeah. yeah. So the 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 cool thing about them is that they take two giant squigs, chain them together, yep. and then they throw them at the uh, uh, at their opponents, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just like spinning around like cannonballs, yep. <laughs> just blasting everybody. Really cool model, and the old one was uh, fine cast, so. It's good to see this it. This looks great. I mean, the, the detail on the look at the face. Jeez. No, it's amazing. And it looks, and look, I like a little snotling that's stuck to the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great little details. But best for last, uh, this is one of the f- coolest uh, units I've ever seen. I absolutely love it. It's all these little like goblin shamans that have eaten too many magic mushrooms and they've yeah. gone crazy. Right. Uh, it's so good. Like the one guy's like talking to his mushroom. Yeah. It's, it's, it is good. <laughs> I feel like these are some of the people, like, 
If you took some of the people that wander around <laughs> around here yeah, and put them in Age of Sigmar, <laughs> this is what they yeah. would be. Like little spider goblin guys. Yeah. Uh, I like the guy's eyes are like gigantic. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. this is so funny. Like, could you just not just picture these little like these goblin guys that are yeah. just like tripping out on like peyote or whatever they're eating, just uh, talking to themselves and casting spells? It's one of the most characterful units I've seen. Games Workshop put out. This is ever. a full release. Yeah. This isn't like the Beast of Chaos where we got the one Just drink, a book, the one really. Drink. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but the, the thing is, too, is the Beast of Chaos line really holds up. Mm -hmm. Like, those models look amazing. Yeah. And uh, the, a lot of the Goblin stuff was really showing its age. Mm -hmm. So, I'm excited. Uh, this is a, a, it's a release that I was not excited for at all yeah. until I saw the models. And now I'm like, oh, wow, this actually looks really cool. Mm -hmm. So, of course, if you want to pick those up, you can do so next weekend or this coming weekend, excuse me, from Frontline Gaming at a discount. And we do offer free shipping within the continental United States for orders $99 and up. So if you do choose to uh, purchase those from us, we would super appreciate it. And I can't wait to see these on the table. Scott, our uh, kind of the main man with us for all things Age of Sigmar, mm -hmm. he was already making a Moon Clan Grot army. So yeah, um, good timing. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's great timing. And then I know he's going to pick up some of the new kits, mm -hmm. but uh, I can't wait to like see him on the table. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, Games Workshop was actually streaming a game of the Gloomspite Gits versus Sylvaneth. So probably have to go back and check that out. Because I do want to see. I don't know anything about the rules yet. So I'm, I'm really curious to see how they play. Mm -hmm. In other news, the LVO is looming. Ugh. Ugh. We only have like moon. five weeks left. The LVO is the bad moon. Yeah. <laughs> the bad moon is rising. I, I, Get ready for it. Prepare. I know, man. It's so shocking. It always sneaks up on us and it shouldn't. It does. The preparation is the worst. Once we get there and, and the setup begins, it goes pretty slow. Or, or smooth. It goes, it goes smooth. quick, yeah. Takedown um, is awful. But um, it's just, yeah, it's just the prep. Just getting ready, especially with all the terrain. The terrain's the... Well, we grew yeah. so much this year. Look, it was a combination of the fact that we grew so freaking much this yeah. year. And we got rid of all of our old terrain. So it was like a double whammy. We basically had to make 600 tables of terrain. Yeah. So if you guys were there last year, imagine it's the, same, not that much, the, like it's the same space, the same two giant halls, but we also had to make room for more people. So we have another hall at the top of the building. Yeah. That has, the, the by the way, floor. which is those, what's up there? It's the, um, it's, the 40K friendly. It's going to be the 40K friendly and it's going to be the Star Wars Legion event right. is going to be up there because that event grew so much. And that, isn't there like awesome views Dude, from it's that? It's like glass. Amazing. Like you can see the strip. It's yeah. really cool. Like I kind of want to be in that hall. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's really yeah. cool because it's the literal top of the building yeah. and you can see all of Vegas. And it's on the same side of the building. Yes, it? it's right. Like So it's just, a, it's just an elevator. When you're going down the yeah. hall to come into the, to the uh, con, mm -hmm. You know, to your left, that elevator, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, and it which is where most top. people stay yeah. anyways. So. Yeah, in that tower. On that tower. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really exciting to, to see the growth. But yeah, it's been crazy. Thankfully, though, we've literally been making terrain all year. Mm -hmm. um, and we've had some volunteers come in and help out, which we mega appreciate. Mm -hmm. So it's it's always a just a ton of work, but it's so exciting to see how much it's grown. Yeah. And it's, it's become the biggest... Uh, uh, it's one of the biggest conventions for tabletop gaming, uh, period, right? Like, for, for yeah. this type, like... For the West Coast, I would say it's the largest. Uh, the, the West side of the... I don't know. US. The only thing bigger is Adepticon. But that's on, that's mid. But then you've got Gen Con, which just absolutely blows everybody else which out of the water. Mid, but it's different, West, right? Yeah. yeah. But in terms of a, a tournament, I mean, there's larger conventions, but there's no larger tournaments. No, we are the biggest yeah. by, by a lot, right? So the 40K Champs... 
uh, we peaked at like 808 mm -hmm. registered, but then with, you know, with people having to yeah. change events, get refunds, whatever, we're, we're below that now. Mm -hmm. um, but by a mile, by a country mile, yeah. the biggest 40K event the world has ever seen. So yeah. it's really exciting. And this is the this is the year we've had the biggest growth in other areas, yeah. like um, Bolt Action, Flames of War. Dude, the Star Wars Legion uh, Star event Wars went Legion. bananas. Um, there's a lot of more that I'm not, I mean can't even think of right now. Yeah. Um, this is the year. This is gonna be the biggest year for vendors that we have exhibitors coming yeah. out. A lot of cool people are coming out. Um, yeah, it's just this is gonna be a big, big, big year for us. It's really yeah. exciting. Can't wait to see everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and we just want to make sure that we do you know do our due diligence and help get the word out. So if you are coming um, or if you plan on coming, make sure to get your tickets, make sure to get your con badge. A lot of people, it always get happens. Yeah, get your room. Please stay at Bally's if you can. We are on the hook for uh, filling a certain number of rooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know we understand that people have options and it, if it makes sense for you to stay at Bally's, you're directly supporting the con. We super appreciate it. And they have nice rooms and they're reasonably priced yeah. too. Um, and then make sure to get your room quickly because our uh, room block uh, we only have like a week left and then uh, the our rate will not be in place anymore. So make sure you jump in there and do that, mm -hmm. please. Uh, also make sure that if you're playing in the 40K Champs that you get your list in. Let me see, the list deadline is the 25th of January by 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you wanna make sure that you get that uploaded into Best Coast Pairings. If you wanna know uh, how to do it, uh, just go Google search uh, do a quick search or click on the show notes, follow the link. Um, there's a video showing you how to upload the list. Mm -hmm. uh, so make sure to do that. Um, you will not be allowed to play in the event if you don't get it taken care of. So uh, that'd be really a bummer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just make sure you get it done. The sooner the better. As soon as you have your list nailed down, just go do it so you're not stressing out about it. Uh, make sure you get that done. Also, the deadline to get any ITC scores in for this season is going to be 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Monday, February 4th. 2019, so that's coming up in about a month. So if you have an event that your TO hasn't submitted the results for, make sure to bug them and get them to, to get that in because if we don't get it, um, it's actually if the Best Coast Pairings guys don't get it by midnight Eastern time on Monday, it won't count. So that would suck, right? No one wants to see that happen. Also, if you write in and you're frustrated <laughs> that your TO hasn't submitted results, please don't be dicks to us because it's not our oh, reach, job reach out to your to we had a guy right in that was being a serious not nice person did you give him a red card uh I you would've. have that ability now he was like not being a pleasant person and like, we were like red card you got it buddy we're like bro it is not our job yeah. to make your to submit the results <laughs> like we will do what we can to help of course mm -hmm. but is it going to make him number one no it was just he was just being extremely rude but it's just like you know, we're doing this for free. It costs us so much money to run the ITC. You guys saw, yeah, the hours and hours yeah. and hours of every single day that goes into this, and we do it's it's free. Yeah, it it's costs something we do on top of our money. actual yeah. job of manufacturing, <laughs> yeah, and distributing products. So just try to bear that in mind. Like yeah. you're not paying to participate. We are happy to help, but please just remember that we are doing. We are literally paying money so that other people can have fun and do this. Uh, just don't be a dick. That's all. Yeah. Or you're going to get a red card. Yeah. Yeah. This dude was like making all these demands. I was like, dude. Yeah. So chill calm out. Calm down. Chill out, like, Todd. Yeah. No. And that was not his name. It was just, just making something up. But uh, anyway, Could enough be. of that. We'll, we just want to make sure that everyone has fun, has a good time. And please make sure that uh, to politely 
uh, insist to your TOs that they do submit their scores. Which is very easy. It is super duper easy. It takes about easy. a minute. Yeah, it's, it's not difficult. <laughs> uh, but you wanna make sure to get those in before yeah. the deadline, otherwise the points won't count, which would suck. Yeah. Uh, and then also we are rolling out the ITC code of conduct. I think pretty much everybody's aware of it. It made quite a splash. But uh, we do expect that you have familiarized yourself with it before coming to the event. Mm -hmm. um, we will be doing a yellow card, red card system, and uh, you do not want either one of those. It's bad, uh, but we're you not gonna be just firing them out, right? Like You don't wanna be the one escorted out yeah, of the building. Yeah, <laughs> you don't wanna get a red card because that's the end of your event. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, our sincerest hope is that we don't give any out, mm -hmm. but uh, just make sure you're familiar with it. For, 99% of the people, it's not even going to be relevant. You're not. It's not. You're never even going to encounter the code of conduct. But you know, for those one percent of people that can be difficult, you definitely want to be familiar with this because you're the ones who's going to suffer the consequences if you're not. Um, so just be aware. Mm -hmm. Be aware. Be nice. Be nice. Compete as a gentleman. It's true. That's the way to do it. Be an Englishman. <laughs> Indeed. So very excited. Can't wait to see everybody. Age of Sigmar for um, uh, LVOs by f a mile, the biggest event we've ever had. Wow. I think we're sitting at like 160. Wow. Uh, really, really excited for that. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see some of the armies. I wonder if we're going to see any of the Gloom Spite gets there. It might be too... I think it's too... It might be too close. Too close, because it's supposed to be 30 days out, right? And it doesn't... It, um, won't, it won't actually come out until it'll be out the 12th. The 12th, which I think is fine. Because I told Scott, I was like, you can set your deadline whatever you want. That would be exactly four weeks from the first. I mean, in that instance, like I, I would be fine. Like, hey, let's let it roll. But it's his choice. Yeah. And he's the head TO. Um, so it would be, we'll double check with him. But on the next show, we'll make sure to let you guys know if they're going to be good to go. Um, I would lean, I would lean towards yes myself. I think that's plenty of time. But four weeks, yeah. Yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, so anyway, what do we? Let's talk about what we think. Uh, who do we think is going to do well at the event and why? Um, what are you going to? What are your predictions? For 40k and AOS, Jason, uh, what factions do you think are going to perform well, and why do you think that? Well, if I was a betting man, I'd put my money on Inari, because <laughs> it's one of the best armies out there. We'll probably see a Castellan of some sort and so. Catachins in the top eight. Yeah, those two. I think those two are going to do really well. I, I agree with you. Inari still have one of the highest, if not the highest, win ratio in the game. So I think... Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be playing Inari uh, at the event, but that also creates an interesting dynamic. I think a lot of people are going to build to counter yeah. Inari, and, and I've been saying this since the Orc Codex came out, I think Orcs are a really, really good counter mm -hmm. to Inari because they have all the right tools to, to take them out. And a lot of the things that Inari have mm -hmm. that are, are kind of like their bread and butter units, Dark Reapers, Shining Spears, they're really good, but Orcs, they're not as good against Orcs, yeah. right? Like Shining Spears don't really scare them that much. Um, uh, Dark Reapers, I mean, it's just like, it's like whatever, you kill the seven point boy, like I'm not tripping about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then of course you got the Luda Bomb, which has been making uh, waves and things that, that uh, Eldar players have, like, you know, if you're playing a lay talk and you've got the negatives to hit and all this stuff, they just don't care. Yeah. Like the Orcs just don't care. Boys will kick the crap out of most Eldar units in melee. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see, yeah. but um, that, that would be my prediction. I think the Yanari pain train is going to get derailed when it hits the orc wall. Yeah. Um, of course, time will tell if that prediction bears fruit or not, but I, that's what I think. It's so funny that we see, we see certain things like, you know, Inari, a lot of people play Inari, right? Or, you know, guard and castle and, and with, a, with some sort of space marine uh, 
attachment as well. Um, you see everyone playing that and it's very good, but then I notice a lot of lists like here, just locally, that people play like Frankie um, with his Harlequins. He's so been that crushing he runs people. through everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have a Castellan and uh, 100 Catachins and a couple Smash Captains. He's going to run through you. You have a Horde of Orcs with, what he played what? The guy with 30, played, 30 no, he played, Ludas? He played Junior, who's on our team. He's super good. Horde of Orcs with tons of Ludas. Everything you would see in an Orc list, a competitive Orc list, ran through that. He's, yeah, ran Frankie's through, um, Harlequins smashed Everything. I haven't seen a thing. Yeah. You know, he also runs a demonet or a demon list, a Slanesh demon list. I've never seen anyone play pure Slanesh demons. That was the scariest list I've ever played against in my life. Yeah. It, 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 like, there's all these things that people just aren't doing that if you brought that to, like, the LBO, yeah. you, you would just totally crush catch people, people yeah. because they don't aren't used to seeing it, and it's really good. So, I mean, I, that's, I, I would hope that you would see more of that. Um, the problem is the main guys, the guys you always see in the top eight of every single event they go to just because they're good players, they always tend to play the same kind of stuff. They usually, they'll, a lot of them, will, they'll have like a training camp. Like a lot of them will get together and go to one guy's house and they'll play rep, 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 rep. Yeah. And then a lot of them will end up coming with this almost the identical almost list. A, yeah, well, little tweaks yeah. here and there. That's unfortunately what you see. But if like those guys, you know, because Frankie's a scrub, right? <laughs> so if, if like those dudes... Like would pick up on those special lists that I see played here, man. They would. It would just. It'd be overwhelming. They, it would. That's. I know. That's my own personal. I was just thinking about this this morning, actually. So. I'm glad I, I, got a I agree to with talk you. Like that. I'm the same way too. Like I, I, I could easily put a, a quote unquote net list on the table and win more games. Like no question. Yeah. I just don't find it. It's not enjoyable to me. Like I, I like playing things that people think are bad, mm -hmm. or just doing something different. Like I was excited to play my orcs, and then they came out the gates so hard. I was like, all right, well. I'll go play something else now, I guess. But yeah. um, uh, and we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if orcs because they still have they still have a lot of weaknesses. Like I was right. saying this because um, uh, we went to a tournament. And I played orcs at the event, and I I went two and one. Um, they still have some serious weaknesses. Like if they go up against the right kind of or the wrong kind of list, uh, it can be really painful because they boys everything in their army dies just as easily as it used to. You just have less stuff now. So they're a little bit more fragile than they used to be. Um, but when everything comes together with the Ludas and all that stuff, they can just put a whooping down. Like their offense got significantly better, mm -hmm. but their defense stayed neutral. And then their main you know, core unit, the boy, uh, went up in points. So you have less of them. So we'll see. I don't know if they've got the, the gas in the tank to go win you know, like an event like the LVO. Um, but it'd be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're really going to disrupt things. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I do agree with you. I think, you know, you're going to be um, one of the armies to beat. I think that you are definitely going to see Castellan plus Astra Militarum. I know Brandon Grant, that's what he's been playing. He's been doing extremely well. Uh, Andrew Gagno was, was playing that. I think he's switching. Now, after the uh, FAQ, he's going to be playing something different. Nick, um, I don't know what Nick is bringing, actually, yet. I don't think he knows yeah. exactly what he's bringing yet. But... Um, it is going to be really interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how everything shakes down, especially when we've had the FAQ chapter approved. Um, it could be anybody's game. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see that. On the Age of Sigmar side of things, I'm going to put, I'm going to make a, a safe bet. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's going to be Daughters of Cain. Um, they've been just steamrolling everybody, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of the really good players of the game right now are playing Daughters of Cain. So I would not be surprised to see them win it. But the last two years, it's been won by uh, Stormcast Eternals. So, yeah, we'll have to see. What about you? What do you think on that side? I don't know enough about the meta 
other than what I hear anecdotally. So I'd say Daughters of Cain or Zinch. Yeah, they've been performing yeah. really well. And you never know, like uh, Iden F. Deep can have been doing uh, performing strongly. And uh, maybe we'll see a Beast of Chaos. But there's so much randomness in that game, though. It's hard to, like, I mean, there's certain mm. things, there's certain armies that are, are better than others. Um, obviously, the newer ones are a lot better than the old, you know, Battle Tome um, or the, the um, Index armies. But um, I've just seen so many games that just get swung wildly either way, just from the random stuff, that it's like it's hard to tell because you can have a really good player who just has bad rolling. Yeah. And their opponent rolls better than them on those crucial initiative offs or, or what have you. Uh, and then win, you know, and I just see so much of that still at this point, even though the game has has evolved, I think, a little bit in the right direction, um, that it's hard to, to say exactly who's going to win. Like you said, the last couple of years have been Stormcast Eternals, right? Yes. Which nobody would have said that's going to happen, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I know, like, uh, Ben Moley is playing Beast of Chaos. I'm really curious to see what he brings. He's obviously a tremendous player. Yeah. And then uh, Bill Souza, who's the captain of the uh, AOS ETC team for America for the first time. Um, yeah. He's been, I've, I've heard he can't make his mind up if he's going to play 40K or AOS, but um, those two guys are really, really strong players. So yeah. I'd be curious to see what they bring. Is Mr. Pajama Pants coming out to do? Uh... He's playing 40K this year. Oh, yeah, he's, so he's, he's not fully committed to Age of Sigmar yet. Yeah, well, he's been doing really well. He, yeah. he won, uh, he did extremely well at the SoCal Open. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. It's going to be really interesting. Um, there's just been so much change in the game recently that it's really up in the air, Yeah. right? And I think... I don't want to sound so down on Age of Sigmar because I think there has been a lot of very good moves in no. the right direction to make it more of a competitive game, but I still think there's too much randomization to really, I don't know. The, the, the one thing I just really didn't like was the realm rules because yeah. they are just so ridiculously punishing mm -hmm. to the point of like, it's almost an auto-lose scenario. Mm -hmm. If you have like a shooting army and you're in the realm of shadows and I'm really glad that the competitive community has moved away from that because that was... This is not fun, right? Like, oh, look, I can't shoot, and I have a shooting army. Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm glad I brought my carriage and overlords. I just guess I'll be sitting here dying. <laughs> like, that was a bit silly, but um, we'll see. Yeah. So it's going to be really cool to see who does come up, end up on top, to see what factions perform well. Mm -hmm. uh, can't wait to see everybody. Um, really fun. Really wish we could just wave a magic wand and make I all wish, the training yeah. be done. I wish we can just go into the future and be like, we're there. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the breakfast buffets. Yes, indeed. It's funny. The older I get, the more I just look forward to eating. <laughs> like at the restaurants. Okay. Like when I was younger in my 20s, man, I've been like, I'm going to this club and that club and it's going to be great and strip clubs. It's going to be amazing. Now it's like, oh man, that's that new buffet I heard about. <laughs> Check that one out. You're truly transitioning into a, a, a middle-aged man. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. I've, I've been here for a while. Uh, we're also very excited to announce something entirely new for FLG Maths. This is really cool. Yep. We've been uh, waiting to make this announcement for quite some time, but uh, we just re, uh, resupplied with the, the, the blank materials that we need to uh, make the mats. Uh, those will be here Monday, it's looking like. Mm -hmm. And super stoked. Not only will we be fully restocked on all of the existing mats but we're going to have two new mats actually three really uh but we're gonna have 22 by 30 inch mats which are perfect for games like kill team and we're also going to come out uh we're going to give this a shot we're going to try and do double-sided mats um, in that size so if it works if it works with our manufacturing process if it's not too um uh, complex or cause too many issues and it looks like it's going to be a viable profitable way to to yeah. do it we'll start making double-sided versions of other sizes as well. Right. 
because we do that we do this all ourselves so yeah <laughs> a lot of it is trial and error and well, it's just cool you're doubling your chances of something going wrong in the manufacturing right. process so the cool so, thing is every mat you own might have actually been printed by one of us it was indeed yeah definitely made by one of us um so that's really cool people have been asking for uh, mats that would be appropriate for games like kill team for quite some time mm -hmm. so those will be here on monday really excited and we'll start rolling out all the you know images and all that fun stuff as we go. Uh, and the other one that's really exciting too is we've been people have asked for these over the years, and um, it didn't really ever make sense to do it in the past. But now we're in a position where it does make sense to do it. So we're going to be doing four by eight foot mats, which is huge. But the the cool thing about that, the reason why people, especially in the United States, ask for this so much, is that your average or your average your sheet of plywood. When you go to the, the the Home Depot or whatever, it comes in a four by eight foot sheet, mm. right? So when you make a table at home, that's typically what most of us do is we go buy a sheet of plywood. Uh, well, now you have a mat that will fit and cover that whole surface. So it's going to be great for games of Apocalypse, uh, just for playing bigger games. Yeah. And it's it's I think it's going to be really popular because like it hasn't been like a flood of people asking for it over the years, but it's been consistent. There's always been like, hey, do you guys make four by eights? Right. Because so they, yeah, that's how big they make their tables. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it just makes sense, right? It makes perfect sense. So really excited about that too. Uh, we will have limited qual uh, quantities of those. So if they sell, if they're really popular, you know, they might be going quick. Mm -hmm. uh, we can always restock. But uh, keep your eye out for that and uh, let us know what size or uh, what designs you'd like to see in uh, those sizes. Um, which ones would be like the, your optimum, like your number one choice for a very big table or the smaller kill team size? Uh, Matt, let us know what would be the the first designs you'd want to see in those sizes, and those are the ones we'll do. Only Horrorscape. Only. That's the only one. Escape. That's yeah. the best Matt. That's Reese's in Matt. The world. Reese's baby. I wanted to call it Flesh Town, and that didn't think that was going to go. We try to call every Matt Flesh Town. It never pans out. <laughs> I was like Skinville, yeah. and everyone's like, "No." I was like, "All right, that's yeah. probably a bad idea." <laughs> so we have some upcoming ITC events this uh, this weekend. We have uh, quite a few, and we do have one major as well. And that's in Linköping, Sweden. Very good. I'm sure I said that correctly. It's called DEFCON 2019. Uh, there's been quite a few events up in the, uh, the Scandinavian countries. And we have quite a few Age of Sigmar events coming up over the month of January as well. So make sure to go out, participate, get your points. Uh, we're coming into the home stretch here. Uh, yeah. Pretty much, if you're going to get any more points for the season, you got to get out there and do it quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, your current top 5 40K competitive track. Nick Nonavati comfortably leading the, the pack. Uh, Mike Porter has snuck up on him pretty close. He's only 11 points behind. Both of those gentlemen are in the 700s, which is a wow. considerable score. 700 club. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember even like a couple years ago, 500 was a big score. Uh, but it's just everything's been growing so much that uh, now you really have to put up some big numbers. Uh, Trent Northington in third place. Nick Rose in fourth, which uh, Nick, as Nick will tell you himself, Pretty impressive. He's done it with Gene Steeler Colt, mm -hmm. uh, an Index Army. So that is uh, that is pretty cool. Uh, uh, Nick does, doesn't need anybody blowing up his ego any more than he does himself. Nick Rose though, <laughs> has been he's been the the top of the rankings since there was rankings. He's 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 I've, always I've known, been he's always even before there was the ITC yeah. when I didn't yeah. even work for Frontline Gaming. I knew most of these people in the top ten. I've always been I've there. always known these yeah. names because they've always ten years ago they were winning tournaments. Yeah. So yeah. It just shows you what what if you if you play a lot you can actually get it becomes second nature to you yeah. just like anything else you know I agree hundred percent and it's yeah. you know, when you see people online they're like oh he just won because of his list I'm like 
It's the same dude. It's the same people every year. Every year. Ten years ago. That's called skill. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no argument to be made. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you're just good at the game. Yep. And anybody. And the, the the cool thing about that They'll is, with Necrons. is that they, maybe they could. <laughs> the cool thing about it is that it just shows you that with practice you can get to this level. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's all. It, that's all it takes. Yep. Uh, and then we got Matt Root, who's broken back into the top five. And uh, that's it. That's rounding it out. So still anybody's game. The LVO, because of how big it is, generates so many points that you can literally be in the top 100. And most of these people will be there, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's a a serious competitor uh, whose whose goal is to perform well is going to be at the LVO. You you pretty much have to go uh, to max out your odds of winning best in faction. Mm -hmm. Or obviously to win the whole thing, you have to go. Um, But yeah, it's going to be really exciting to see how that goes, your 40K ITC Hobby Track Top 5. And again, uh, if you're gonna be at the LVO and you're in the running to win the Hobby Track, please email us, let us know. We wanna take some nice pictures right. of your army. Uh, Matthew Bodnarchuk continues to lead the pack. Scott Rumpel is in second place. Michael Ralston in third. James Kelling in fourth. Lou Rollins in fifth. And again, please let us know if you're gonna be there because yeah. we wanna get some pictures of your army yeah. uh, to show them off. Your Age of Sigmar current competitive track, top five. Joe Cryer continues to lead the pack with a solid lead over the next closest competitor, Jeremy Vessier, the French overlord, who is in second. Matt Pashby in third. James Thomas in fourth. Bill Souza jumps up into fifth place. And again, at the LVO, because everyone's going to get their major score, mm-hmm. it's going to just wildly change the rankings. It's going to be exciting. Or not, or it's going to be the same guys who just come and do well. <laughs> if Matt Pashby wins, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, indeed. Me telling me with that New York accent. I want to jump into chat really quick. Mariana's Mariana summoning us. Is this important enough? Uh, well, first of all, we had a, a, a renewed subscription from Alex. Thank you very much, bro. Uh-huh. Uh, can't wait to see you there too, buddy. Uh, da, da, da. Question: What is your take on TOs translating the ITC championship missions to their local language? In Germany, we have a growing interest in the ITC, but many people are still hesitant because they would like a German version of the missions before they give them a try. Would it be okay? Oh yeah, man, go for it. 100% Alpha Nuka, Nucleon. You can do please. whatever you want. The ITC is a sandbox, right? Like we encourage you to take it. If you in if in the in the German um, uh, competitive scene, yeah. if you want to tweak them a little bit or whatever, please feel free, go for it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to trans- translate them into another language, feel free. Uh, as a matter of fact, if you do, let us know and then we can link it in the um, on the ITC homepage so that uh, other people out there who speak the same language, it, it makes it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Like we probably should do that. We should translate them into to Spanish, German, French. Um, those would probably be the most relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any of the Scandinavian countries too. But the funny thing is almost everybody I know that's from Sweden, Norway, Denmark, they speak better English than most of us do. Yeah. <laughs> like grammatically better, uh, perfect English for most of them. Uh, but yeah, indeed, please feel free to translate them um, and, and have fun with it. Uh, the, 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 the German competitive, so the, Germany has some extremely good players. Yep. Uh, Europe in general has some really good players. Yep. Uh, your current hobby track, uh, AOS, Sid Singh continues to lead the pack, followed by Philip Verduzco, Josh Lara in third, Ben Nelson in fourth, Joseph Halifacker in fifth, and your Shadespire current top five, Mike Course uh, jumps into first place, followed by Andrew Everhart, Adam Brazel moves into third, Brandon Ulick in fourth, and Matt Everhart in fifth. Can't wait to see everybody there. The Shadespire event at the LVO is also nice. quite a few tickets. Nice. 
So let's take a look at some of these recently completed commissions uh, by the FLG Paint Studio. Wowzers. You put a lot up today. I put a lot up because yeah. it's been two weeks. Right? We didn't uh, broadcast on Christmas. Yeah. But uh, I got to tell you, this night, Castellan, is yeah. so good. <laughs> like, it is. This is a gorgeous. Tabletop plus. Gorgeous night. Yeah, yeah. with level three basing. Yeah. Good decals. I mean, mm -hmm. it just looks fantastic. It, it's beautiful. Very smooth. It's, yeah. it's the GW um, way of painting miniatures, mm. which is... Uh, Sharp highlights. Yeah, lots, lots of requests for that. We have artists that can do that, and that's what you're looking at. It looks fantastic. Um, client was very happy. I wanted to keep it. Yeah, how would you not be happy? <laughs> if someone complained about this, I'd be like, you're yeah, crazy, sir. Like, Especially for so our prices. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Gorgeous. And then uh, we um, have some Skitari Peltas. Nice uh, cut-off picture there, but uh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, a close... It's a close... Yeah, so picture. these are the Forge World uh, Skitari... Again, very cool. You can't really see it in the photo, but um, this uh, there's red decals all over these black robes. Yeah, on the back. Yeah, and it looks really cool. Uh, and then we have a uh, Death Guard commission done with the Pallet Hand uh, scheme or a version of the Pallet Hand scheme. Again, Tabletop Plus. Um, uh, the Skitari were Tabletop level, by the way. Oh, wow. That's an ex excellent Tabletop. You always Usually you're going to get better than what you, you pay for, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> when you go with our tabletop because yeah. sometimes you know the only free artists that we have are the guys that are classified in the plus level, you know, and we say paint worse than you normally do, yeah, but they can't, you know, they do what they can, yeah, so, you, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> so sometimes you just luck out like that way, yeah, that, that they look fantastic, they um, really do. This Death Guard Army, I love the, the soft palette, yeah, I get this. <clears throat> there's a lot to this commission, there's a lot more than you see here, um. But yeah, this this client had had a, a vision for what they wanted it to look like, and then the artist came up with it, and he was happy, and um, yeah, it it's looks a, fantastic. It's a big army. If you want to see all the pictures, go to the FLGPaintStudio.com. Yeah, and uh, if you click on the blog, you can check out the whole commission. Right, um, it's gorgeous. It's a really big army, and it came out really really well. Mm -hmm. My favorite in it was the demon print, the custom demon the custom made. Yeah, the, that one was badass. The thorax and the yeah, it looked really cool. And then we have a uh, bolt action. Bolt action. Uh, these are Fallschirmjäger, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. These are the, the German stormtroopers um, with the, the camo was put on there as well. Um, the uh, if you, you can't tell the picture, but um, the client wanted he, the um, the bazooka rounds all magnetized, and they were so uh, very small. <laughs> that is not a bazooka, bro. Ugh, whatever. It's a Panzerfaust. Okay, get out. Same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so we don't only do... 40k. Uh, we do a lot of uh, bolt action, and that's a good example of it right there. Uh, and then, of course, we have um, a miniature war machine uh, from War Machine. So we do a lot of War Machine as well. It's an mm -hmm. extreme close-up picture that we have there for some reason, but uh, it looks really good. It's a Minoth. I don't know. It's a solo of some type. I don't it's know. It's one exactly of their characters. Yeah. yeah. And that was part of a larger commission as well. That was just one of the characters. Uh, and then finally, we have some. Um, this was masterclass. That's uh, the gorgeous. Nights. Yeah, I wish we had some close-up photos to show here. We do have some, but um, I, I did post them up on the blog. I just right. I put the group shot up, and it, it is so so good. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, I mean, just look at the picture. It is amazing. So I just, everyone just look at the picture for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty. Breathe heavily. And if you're listening, imagine beautiful, yeah. beautiful red and white nights. They're yeah. so good. Off red. It's a, yeah, just fantastic. So if you want your your miniatures painted by us. Uh, please hit us up. We are a little bit backlogged right now in terms of communications over the last week. You know, it was the um, the holidays. The holidays. We had two holidays within a week, so uh, we are catching up on all the quote requests. So if you submitted one, uh, please be patient. And uh, but we have added recently three new artists to our stable because um, we vet people pretty pretty heavily, and uh, and it's rare if um, we bring people on board. Just to be honest, because we get so many requests, but uh, we just added three more guys on there. So just a 
to keep up with the popularity of the studio. As you can see, we do good work. So yeah, and we make sure the artists we get uh, are on par with what you see in the photos. Yeah, we definitely stand behind every job that we do. And if you are interested in uh, applying for the FLG Paint Studio, it's a, a really good gig. Uh, we've had people that have been with us for six years. Yep. And we, uh, we work on your schedule with you. Yep. yep. Um, just make sure that the one thing that I always say is that look on our portfolio and see if you can if you can match those. If you can, you need to be honest with yourself. Um, I'm more than happy to look at your portfolio and your photos that you send me, but, um, you know, be a little bit real. We get a lot of applications yeah. and just make sure you look at our portfolio first. And take a good picture of your work. Yeah, like, don't turn the flash on in, yeah. your, in your dark room. Yeah. Make sure the recent photos, um, and make sure they're flattering photos. Yeah. Too. You so want to put your best foot forward. Yeah. And then my again, advice. that's my advice. As we always tell people too, even if, even if we say no initially, we always encourage you to keep trying yes. uh, because we're more than happy to take another look after you've maybe acquired a new skill set. Right. Um, and if you really want to do it, and, and you, just like anything else, and you, and you you don't get taken on board, um, get out there and and take some classes and yeah. just keep trucking along. If you really think it's something you want to do, uh, and then hit us up again. I have people that do it constantly. Yeah. I always love seeing their work, giving them feedback, all that kind of good stuff. The University of YouTube, you can learn a lot. So yes. let's jump in and answer some questions in the chat before we wrap it up. Um, let me see. Jay Vessel, will there be a GW Studio preview at LVO like they had at Defcon? Uh, we are planning on that on Thursday night. Nice. But um, don't, don't, you know, we want to have final confirmation first. But right. the game plan is that we will be doing some fun stuff with GW yeah. uh, like, we did, um, like we did last year. Last year we did. Yeah. yeah. We can actually say that now. It was last year. Yeah. Uh, Nova Star. The new Fiends of Slanesh are an amazing kit. Have you all built some yet? No, I have not. Um, I actually haven't even seen them in real life yet. I don't even think we got a... Well, we, all of our Wrath and Raptors were yeah. gone. We sold them immediately. Um, Cocoplito, I want to see some games. Nice. Okay. Me too. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Taken out of context, I don't even know what the, what that means specifically. Uh, Yak Hunter, what if I am only good at painting houses? Then paint houses, son. You be the best house painter you can be. You do that. Mm. You paint the house. Paint them all. Okay, we'll wait a couple more seconds here to see if anybody else has any other questions. And if not, we'll wrap it up and get excited to see everybody at LVO. Uh, one last point, though. If you do want to come by uh, this weekend or during the week, mm -hmm. uh, the secondhand shop, we have the whole inventory out in the store. Come on by. Uh, there's some amazing deals to be had. This uh, sale we had this past weekend, mm -hmm. a lot of people came in and were picking up some amazing stuff. There's several fully painted armies in there. There's whole knights. Yep. Uh, we have, I think we still have a Bobby G in there that's been two-tone primed. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And there's amazing deals to be had. So uh, if you want to swing by Frontline Gaming, please do. We'll be here all weekend working on terrain. And you could come in and pick up some, uh, some goodies at a really good deal. Plus, uh, we also have really good deals on uh, kits in store, mm -hmm. things that we order too many of, like overstocked items. A lot of GW product you're not gonna see in the traditional game stores because we get, like you said, a lot of uh, orders that get canceled before they get shipped out. And hey, we got the product, so yeah. So if you want, we, we do have uh, deals that we can't even advertise the price because it's lower than what we're supposed to uh, advertise. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come by Frontline, pick some stuff up, you can get some smoking hot deals. Uh, and again, this weekend, we'll be here all weekend working on terrain. If you want to come and help with that, we would sincerely appreciate it. Um, and you can pick up some stuff, get, get some good deals. 
All right, Fuma Yoban. Any 40K news you're looking forward to this year? Well, I know, I know what's coming, <laughs> so I couldn't really say I couldn't really say anything of what's been announced. I'm really excited for Gene Sealer Colt. Uh, Code Chrome O. Do you think Necrons could be fixed by increasing the Max Warrior Squad? Is this what the questions we want? I actually think you could have fixed. You could have gone a long way to helping them out by reducing their minimum unit size down to five. If you could take five man units of warriors, it'd be really easy to unlock detachments to get more command points. Because yeah. when I play my Necrons, that's the thing. I'm always I'm always CP starved. Um, the fact that Immortals got cheaper and that your HQs got cheaper, that did help a lot uh, to get more command points for Necrons. But if you went up to like a 30 man unit of warriors, I think that would actually be really helpful because it'd be harder to wipe them out mm -hmm. uh, before you got to use your reanimation protocols. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. Maybe if you made them five to 30 man units, right. um, I think that would go a long way. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. I'd love to see a Necron Warrior 20 man squad fit into one Ghost Ark, says Fumayo Ababa Bubu, or whatever your name is. I can't read that. Um, yeah, 20 in a, in a Ghost Ark would be a hard sell, but it would definitely help. Mm -hmm. uh, look at the beautiful man with a lumberjack beard. Jason is my Patronus, says Don the Magnificent. It's getting there. I mean, it's getting really out of control. I'm just going to keep going, though. Jason's coffee mug. Yeah, the bear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay Vessel, thank you so much for your subscription. Uh, we right. really, really get some, appreciate it. Get some ramen today. Yeah. <laughs> We're not starving. Uh, ba -ba -ba. He is everyone's <laughs> Patronus. My Patronus <laughs> is a cake. Uh, um, are you going to stream after the New Year's preview? Says Phased Adip. I don't. What do you mean? Who knows? What does that mean? I don't understand the question. Uh, the new fiends with Sinesh are an amazing kit. Um, no, we haven't built them yet. No. So. What what uh, what changes have you made or are you making to your armies going into 2019? Says Red 3 standing by. That's a great question to wrap it up on. Uh, nothing. I've already done. I've already changed things because of <laughs> the Vigilus. Yeah, Connor, thank you for the ketchup chips. No, God. That was a very nice gift. We're seriously trying to give them away. <laughs> There's some Canadian things that I like. Ketchup chips are not it. Sorry. And the people. Uh, JC Rod, thank you for the cheer. We really yeah. appreciate that. Um, for my armies, for, for 2019, I think the most exciting change uh, for me, I really, really like the way my Ashram Militarum are playing. Um, uh, see, we don't even know this. Oh, this weekend they're having a studio preview. We don't even know gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't yeah. know that. I've been a little unplugged. That's cool. I mean, that's exciting to hear, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we could definitely take a look at it. And then if, if it's stream worthy, we'd be, we'd be happy to join you guys uh, for that. But uh, um, for me, I really like the way my Astro Militarum changed. Um, I'm super duper enjoying the detachments. Yeah. Uh, plus, like, my personal, uh, my Katachan Brigade, mm -hmm. I got so many points freed up. I was able to add in two. Um, I did, like, shrink a couple things here and there, but I was basically able to add in two units of veterans mm -hmm. in Chimeras. And even though they're not, like, ultra hyper competitive, they're really, really fun. And... You've been using them too, like double heavy flamer chimeras are where it's at. Katachin, <laughs> it's so good. Well, then I use the the it's unit so jumps good. out as three flamers, a heavy flamer, and then you give them an order. Yeah, because I I've actually been starting to roll my uh, my veteran units with junior officers inside. Yeah, and so they all jump down. The junior officers are like re-roll those dice for your flamer weapons. Yeah, and then take away cover from the unit you it's shoot just, at. It's yeah. just it's super so good. good. And then the other army that I've um, uh, been really enjoying playing a lot is my my footdar. Um, which I really want to get them painted. Unfortunately, the color scheme takes forever to paint. Yeah. But um, I use a Beal Tan Brigade. It's a fully themed Swordwind. I have one of every Aspect Warrior. Mm -hmm. 
and um, I've been kicking ass. And now with the chapter approved with the points, I literally got like 200 extra points. It's insane. Mm -hmm. So my list is going to be really strong now. I think I'm going to super duper catch people off guard. It would not like a list full of uh, double heavy flamer. No, Chimeras. that would be bad. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like when you put the army down on the yeah. table, people are like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all infantry Eldar. Yeah. It's and I'm Bealtan. They're like Bealtan. What's that? I'm like, yes, there is other craft worlds besides Alaytok. I know or, you don't. You may not believe it, but they're it's like, true. what? That's a weird color for Yanari. You're like, it's yeah. not Yanari, bro. It's not Yanari. And uh, I've I've won almost every game I've played with it. Yeah. Um, I played Jeff on stream. He did get me, but I also forgot to bring my, <laughs> I forgot to bring my uh, uh, shining spears on the table. Oh. That was pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to get the Footdar out there and play them because it's you. It's it's probably my favorite army to play. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've kind of stayed away from Eldar just because they've been so red, so red hot popular. But yeah. um, I really want to get that army out there. It's so fun to play it, and I love having all the different aspect warriors and finding ways yeah. to make them useful. It's a fun army. It looks good too. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. What about you, buddy? Oh, I haven't changed. It. I mean, my, it's, I've already changed my list. Just. Uh, it's just. I mean, it's, I'm still doing the Astro Militant. So actually, I, I've, I've been working on a list um, that has a lot of the same elements as the one that I've been running with the Castle and Knights, but I removed the Castle and and the Helverins because I get so much shit yeah. for that. So I'm like, how could I, and, but, but then, I, but then here's the thing though, when I started building the list, I was like, so now how do I deal with other people's castle? Yeah. So I had to think about that. Um, and I think I, I think I had the trick. I don't want to reveal too much because it's a secret. The crappy thing about the castle is that when you're writing your list for a competitive, like, like okay, you always got to think, do I really want to take this unit? Cause if I yeah. find a, a castle again across the table for me, I'm just going to pick it up. That is kind of annoying. I, that, I don't like that, the yeah. way it impacts the meta in that and way. It, and it, it also means that you can't take a Shadow Sword anymore uh, unless you take a, a Talarn one. Because uh, if you go second and someone's yeah, castling, you're away. dead. Yeah. You know? and it, it, so that's the, the castling. Someone should write an article about this, by the way, not me, um, <laughs> about how it impacts the meta. And it, and it impacts it. It's also it's like, um, the, what is it, the Freakonomics books yeah. that came out and, and the guy would write about how certain things would affect all these things you wouldn't even think about. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Castellan. How like, you know, and I would be interested to look at sales figures actually and see like, are people still buying the big super heavy vehicle tanks? Because now, at least when I write a list, I'm like, it's fun to write the list. I imagine it. And then I take it off the list. Yeah. Because I'm like, if someone has a Castellan and I don't me. go first, yeah. even if I go first, I'm going to get, I'm going to get killed. It's a waste it's of 600 a, points. It's a possibility, yeah. uh, that's for sure. So that's where we're at. And uh, yeah, we've gone sorry, a little... A rant. No, it's okay. <laughs> we started a little late, but we've yeah. run a little a little long here, so we'll wrap it up. Don, uh, Don has said he's love using his Hellblades. Okay, I can't wait to see what you do. Do it. Uh, Don is uh, well known for being a really good player, but also bringing very creative lists. Yeah. He won the BAO with uh, Unit of 10 uh, White Lord <laughs> Terminators, which really... But kind he, didn't of, he also have like seven of the plague burst crawlers? No, he did at one point, but uh, not anymore. His, his <laughs> but it's just that's what people should be talking about. That's stupid terminators, Don. Yeah, Red Three standing by. I'll see if the writing team wants to take that on because uh, it does. It's had a really strong impact on the meta, and mm -hmm. not always in positive ways, in my opinion. It 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 really the problem with the stupid Castellan. It's it's offense is is palatable to me. It's that it should not have been able to get a three up invul save. That was definitely a a goof and uh, one that I hope to see corrected. Um, but if, if it wasn't so resilient, it wouldn't be such a big deal. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us for this very first episode of Signals from the Frontline for the new year, episode 621. Uh, again, 
Thank you all so much for being with us through 2018 and, and further back for many of you. And we really look forward to talking about 40K AOS, all things tabletop gaming with you in 2019. Mm -hmm. Please make sure to check out the new mats that we will be rolling those out next week. And if you haven't gotten your tickets yet for the LVO, haven't booked your hotel room, please do that quickly. And we can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. Yep. And uh, get excited for Gloomspite uh, gets. Those will be going up for pre-order this weekend. If you want to pick them up, we would be happy to hook you up. So thank you very much. And we will talk to you all next week.